Coming up, we're talking more failed tire tests in the open wheel world, plus updates on Kyle Bronson, Bristol, and some weekend cancellations. Let's roll. Today is Thursday, March 24th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. If you were paying attention very closely yesterday to the, uh, the dirt world, you may have seen USAC put out a statement regarding tire tests from the opening National Sprint Car Weekend at Bubba Raceway Park back in February. The statement says the organization met with four teams on Tuesday to go over the results of tests received following lab analysis. The statement then says, quote, upon the completion of tire testing, initial results have indicated four out of four tests performed did not meet the benchmark for the required tire and compound used during competition. In this unique case, all four samples tested were identical in characteristics that resulted in not matching the benchmark sample supplied by the tire manufacturer. Due to this atypical pattern of four out of four samples not performing to benchmark testing, and in pursuit of an ultimate resolution to this unprecedented occurrence, USAC officials have been and are continuing to seek further analysis and additional tests to clarify those results. An outcome for those additional tests is expected in the coming week, unquote. So basically, they're saying they took tire samples from four teams at Ocala. All four failed, but they all failed in the same way, and that's weird. So because they think it's weird, they're seeking further info and analysis before they make a decision about any penalties. Not sure I've seen this move before, but let's back up here and give you guys some more background on this situation. Rewind to literally one week ago, and it was the Extreme Outlaw Series who was announcing penalties for failed tire tests during their opening sprint car weekend at Volusia. We talked about the penalties on the Thursday episode last week for Justin Grant and Chase Stockton. Both were DQ'd, fined, and suspended. In the days since then, there have been a lot of cryptic tweets, rumors, innuendo, all these things about what's going on behind the scenes with these teams and the sanctioning bodies, including World Racing Group that owns Extreme and USAC. Are tests being administered regularly? Are the results being handled and shared properly? Are things fair for all competitors? It was a big statement out of the gate for the Extreme Series to issue these penalties and show the community that they won't tolerate these types of infractions. It appears as though some folks were wondering if USAC would then follow suit, especially with rumors of failed tests during their opening weekend. And now the statement from yesterday confirms those rumors of those failed tests, but clearly the results are in question. In the decades that I've been around motorsports, there have always been three main areas you don't mess with in the rulebook. They are tires, fuel, and engines. Any infractions involving those areas will and should bring hefty and swift penalties. Altering tires is a pretty brazen way to cheat, especially knowing the penalties and the stigma that comes along with it. And I continue to be surprised when people are caught doing it. It just seems really dumb. But yet again, here we are. As a competitor myself, I understand trying to find every possible advantage and pushing the limits where possible to gain, to gain speed. I get it. But we are also better than this. Before you jump in here also and uh, get in the comments and try and stick up for the people that are guilty of these infractions or say it's possible they picked something up off the racetrack or it wasn't their fault, just spare us. You don't drive over oil on the track or some other chemical and fail a tire test. And I say all of this to kind of get to my main point here. If there are instances of cheating, especially in main areas like this, I would hope no sanctioning body is hiding these infractions from view and that they are penalizing teams as they should per, uh, per their rule books. 
Any other course of action severely undermines credibility and damages the racing and the series. I don't care about sponsors or public perception or the buddy system or anything else. Do the right thing here. Tech the cars, test the tires, pump the engines, check the fuel, whatever it is. And when teams fail, penalize them accordingly and post it on your website and your social media, uh, social media accounts so everybody knows. Consistency and transparency are needed in these cases. Don't leave room for questions and the rumors. These things happen because people think they can get away with it. If there are better chances they'll get caught and that the fans and media will know, it will lower the occurrences. The situation with USAC is something I for sure will be keeping an eye on in the coming days and we'll update you on when we have a resolution. This is a topic we shouldn't have to talk about. We should just be focusing on the racing and the characters and the stories and not stupid crap like tire testing. Back to this conversation about the late model full-timers and not full-timers. I missed this one from over the weekend. Kyle Bronson did not race with Lucas at Atomic uh, on Sunday. He's been a series regular with Lucas for the last few seasons, and this absence effectively ends that run. He told Dirt on Dirt's Kevin Kovac that it was just too far to go for the one race, with that Saturday show at Brownstown being canceled. Following Speed Weeks, Bronson was outside the top 10 in Lucas points. He'd only picked up two top fives and three top tens through the first 12 nights, and he had six finishes outside the top 15. Not exactly the start to 2022 he'd hoped for uh, after finishing sixth in the standings last season. Bronson is expected to be in attendance for the two super late model weekends at Bristol chasing that big money. We'll see where his season takes him after that. And speaking of Bristol, racing continues there tonight with another round of qualifying action for the stock cars, hobby stocks, sport mods, modifieds, and 602 late models. Along with that full program of racing, we will also see an hour of super late model practice tonight in advance of Friday and Saturday's dual 50,000 to win features. I would imagine quite a large portion of the field will be in attendance tonight to get some track time. I'll share some of those practice results on tomorrow's show, uh, as it will also give us an idea of who is racing at Bristol and who might be headed to uh, over to Cherokee. Looking towards the weekend, we've already lost several shows around the country to poor weather. The Extreme Dirt Car Series is closing out their season this weekend, and it was supposed to be a three-day weekend between Lakeview and Cherokee, but the Thursday show at Lakeview has been canceled because of rain. That leaves just the two nights at Cherokee. Now, that is a co-sanction as well with the Outlaws uh, as the final two nights to settle that championship. Ben Watkins enters the weekend with a 16-point advantage over Ross Bales and 40 points over Carson Ferguson. And over in Ohio, the Super Dirt Car Series Big Block Modifieds were supposed to be at Atomic Speedway for two nights, but that weekend has been dropped also because of wet weather and cold temperatures. As of right now, it's not a cancellation as officials are hoping to reschedule. With this weekend off, that means the next race for the Super Dirt Car Series is April 9th at Can-Am Speedway in New York. Even though we've had SDS races so far in 2022, none have been points paying, so technically the season hasn't actually started yet. And this weekend being lost at Atomic also means we've lost the Fast Series season opener as they were on the card with the big blocks. The Ohio-based 410 Sprint Car Series will now open their 2022 season on April 30th at Muskingum County. Looking at the streaming schedule today, there are five items on it. XR Plus has day three of the aforementioned Bristol Dirt Nationals. Race and Dirt has the US MTS Modified's King of America opening night from Humboldt Speedway. The Power Eye National Midgets are on MAV-TV Plus from uh, Port City Raceway. That is the beginning of the Turnpike Challenge. There's IMCA action from Batesville, and there is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. 
That's it for the show today. Have a good Thursday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.